0: Welcome back to Intentional Queen Podcast, Journeys to Restoration with Janine. I am your host. I'm also a mindset coach and a self-love expert, helping ambitious moms alleviate overwhelm, self-neglect, so they can experience more inner peace, more wholeness, and more confidence, and to never lose themselves again, y'all, while we incorporating some self-love along the way. I know you miss me, boo. I've been gone probably for a couple of weeks. I've been busy. As y'all know, I was out there doing some things and going to some retreats and just taking some me time. I think it's so important as ambitious women that we are identifying when we are at our diluted versions of ourselves and making sure that we're replenishing ourselves. And that's so important. So I'm back now. Can you believe we are now getting ready to record our 81st episode, which means we hit year three of the podcast the baby is now three years old and i'm just humbled and honored i just want to start off with that thank you so many people have reached out to me to congratulate me or even just to give me support subscribing writing reviews just sharing it with friends like y'all been giving me the business and i just want to take this special moment to say thank you because it's a community. Do you understand I created a tribe and I wanted it to be where nobody suffers in silence and you feel like you got some crew and you definitely do when you hang out with us. Another thing I want to do is, man, I have my email list out. You know, we have the Unleashing Confidence playbook and I've also been letting you guys catch up and watch the rewinds of the healing summit and also the self-care summit. And we got so many new email subscribers. So thank you to all the people who have joined the email list because that's where i give you all the good tea let you know what's dropping what's happening giving you discounts and everything so thank you thank you thank you and then i want to talk about the book y'all been like me what's going on with the book well first i told you guys i was feeling under the weather um october is always a weird month for me anyway because that was the death of my family member so uh i kind of needed some time to reflect and just spend some time just reflecting on that sometimes it's hard to continuously give out to people and not recognize that you need to be poured into as well. So I took that time to also reflect on her death and just, you know, be gracious for the life that I have. Um, I'm turning a big number (laughs) in a couple months, which also put some more It puts more emphasis on embracing where I am in my journey and being grateful for all the things that have happened to me, even the adversity, because that's what led to the book. And people said, what is the book about? And it's really about showing ambitious moms and women how to bloom, giving you my blueprint, giving you my life the things that I haven't even fully shared on the podcast. And we there's so many things that I didn't even know. Remember, I told you guys last time I had multiple coaches this year, and I believe that there's power in investing in yourself. We'll get deep into the podcast in a minute, but I just wanted to catch up with you because it's been a minute. And because of that, you know there's so many things that come with doing a book not just writing it but just things that come after so i've been focusing on that and focusing on my new mindset clients that's been coming in thank you booze because there's been some booze coming in and i just wanted to say those things so let's do some quick announcements black friday sales so if you didn't know i have powerhouse clarity sessions You get one hour with me, we go over a game plan, I uh, give you tips on how to have clarity, how to go through confidence, how to help your overwhelm, whatever's really bothering you. come into the session, you get one hour with me, we give you a blueprint, then I come back and see you for a bonus call, 30 minutes, and we see if that game plan that was bothering you has now been redeemed, or what do we do? What's our next steps? And so I had a new, cause I like to just celebrate my people. Um, I had a powerhouse client recently who turned into a one-on-one client, shotting her out right here. Uh, she came in, she was having a lot of overwhelm and just figuring out how to structure her life. You know, one thing I'm big on is productivity and managing my time wisely. And so her biggest breakthrough was, I talked about brain dumping, but more than anything, how to schedule it out and how to have special calendars and just how to organize things. So we're going to shout out my mama on that because, you know, I come from an organized household, but, you know, I might've took it to a whole nother level, but organization is a big thing that can help you streamline and cut down some of the overwhelm. So that was her biggest takeaway from our powerhouse session. And then she turned into a one-on-one 12-week session. So I'm so glad, so proud. Proud! thank you for turning into a one-on-one client i got two spots left if you're interested to get either the powerhouse session or the one-on-one you'll go to coachjanine.com j-i-n-e-e-n that's how you spell my name coachjanine, J-I-N-E-E-N.com, and you can apply to work with me so for black friday sale i am going to keep the powerhouse at 275 dollars, and you also get a bonus so you get two sessions with me right and you also are going to get the bonus Unleash Him Confidence Playbook. And listen, normally it's $497 a session with me, but you're getting this 50% bonus. And I want to make sure that I give you that discount. So go ahead and grab that while the price is hot. Get it while it's hot. Let's jump into it. I told y'all it's been three years with the podcast. And as I had time, people always like to know the lessons that I learned. The first year I did a podcast anniversary where I had friends come on with me and we talked about self-care and things we learned. But when it was my turn, I gave 10 things that I learned up to my first year of podcasting. My first year, my word of the year, I think was pivot. And then my second year was evolve. And then this year is balance. So my lessons are that I'm going to give you at my third year is going to be about what I've learned about balance, and things that I think will help you. So I want you to get your pen and paper, and we're going to jump into this episode. I don't know what I'm going to call it yet, but let's just jump into it. I got 10 lessons, y'all, that I really learned over this past year that I think will really impact you. But I've been journaling on it a lot, and when I really prayed about God, what is this message that I'm going to send for the folks is these are my top 10. The first thing I want to get into is time is invaluable meaning that time is something you don't get back you remember I said how I was reflecting on my family member and everything like that and realizing that she died at a young age in her early 30s and I reflect back even to that point for me did I feel like I had built the legacy I wanted did it feel like all the things I was trying to accomplish that I did it figuring out how I can start living for today because tomorrow is not promised so number one time is invaluable so just really be wise where you're spending your time and who you spending your time with okay number two be present in the moment what that means is being a busy mom Sometimes I used to be on a rush just to get to the next step. I remember when I was valedictorian and I got up and did my speech in front of my whole high school. I remember that some of my teachers used to be like, Janine, you got to slow down and smell the roses. And I never did because I was already ready for next step. Like, okay, boom, we hit the end, I'm ready for the next one. And I never was really present to soak up my flowers, get my flowers right there, smell them for a minute, and then go to the next step. I was like, yeah, you can put them flowers in the trash, thank you, and keep moving. But over time, over life, and when I told you my word of the year is balance, I recognized that being present in the moment helped me to enjoy life a little bit more and build the dream life I wanted because I'm present in what's happening today. Not so concerned about what's happening tomorrow, but being happy with what I have here. And part of that is scheduling your worries and getting to a point that you can go through trauma over and over if you think too far ahead, meaning like it didn't even happen yet, but you already traumatized by the situation. It's run the play through your head, Make a thought about it, schedule time to think about it, but don't let it consume your whole day, your whole process. Just allow yourself time to hug on your children, spend that time with your children, slow down and do some of the things they want to do. These moments you do not get back, which goes back to number one time is invaluable. Number three there's no rule book to parenting. As I'm now, my son is seven years old but when you're co-parenting in spaces i find it could be challenging a word of the wise and we are going to shout out tj jakes and his wife is this and now that i know what i know like i said uh 2020 vision is always hindsight right you need to look at model homes and what i mean by look at model homes is people are normally the fruit of where they came from so for me i am the fruit of my parents My son will be the fruit of me and his dad. Like your kids are a fruit of you. When you look back to your choices of the fruit that you chose to indulge in, did you really assess the tree? And I don't say that to be ignorant or rude. Sometimes people clash because their trees are so different. And when you look at values and things that you want versus what the other party wants, like conflicts come in. I was watching something on TV and they was talking about, you know, when you don't choose somebody who has some of your religious backgrounds, there's going to come a point that you're gonna to have to talk about religious backgrounds. You're gonna to have to talk about how you want to raise the child, the values, just all those things. And if you see differently on a lot of the key things, it's going to cause a wedge or it may distort the relationship and ultimately affects the child. So there's no rule book. So just give yourself grace and move forward. So guess what number four is? <laughs> give yourself grace. Because there is no rule book to parenting, you gotta give yourself grace. And even if you're not a mom and you wanna become a mom, or you're just an ambitious woman out here in these streets, you gotta give yourself grace because some of the things that you chose in life, when you chose peace, people would be mad that you chose peace. And people don't understand there's a price on peace. There is a price to pay when you want peace. And what I mean by that is, you will endure and sometimes you will have to suck up on things that normally you wouldn't let slide to choose peace, but you shouldn't choose peace to the point that you lose who you are along the way. Cause sometimes I feel like as a people pleaser, we choose peace, but it's definitely disturbing us on the inside. When I say choose peace, I mean, it feels good on the inside, which means others will be upset on the outside. But you feel good on the inside that you chose yourself, if that makes sense. So choose yourself for peace, but do not put yourself in jeopardy to make peace where in turn it hurts you. Because then you're not having balance and you're not having mindfulness. Number five, rest is necessary and it's not considered lazy. Some people are lazy. Some people rest all the time. But as I said on that video, this is not that. There are times when you should be grinding and there's times that you should be resting. And that's why I said I took that was my first time uh, not putting a podcast out. I put a podcast out every two weeks for the last three years and I was tired. I didn't feel well. And I was like, oh, I got to get it out. And then I said, oh, girl, practice what you preach. You need rest. You're doing a lot. It's a lot of balls in the air and you come in. at quarter four and you came out quarter four last year. Up to quarter three, you've been on a roll. And I had to give myself grace and say, girl, I see you. It's time for rest. I mean, I'm going to finish up strong, but I don't have to grind as hard because I did it already. And then more so just pacing yourself along the way and recognizing what you need knowing your love language I put that up on my social media today because I had took a, a week hiatus so even off of social media because I was like I don't feel like posting and I don't feel like doing all that right now I want to soak in my success I want to soak in family time I want to soak in you know getting these spa treatments that I was getting taking good naps like it was good that's what I mean and now I can come back for refresh and give me y'all for my overflow. Number six people pleasing is self-sabotage. I was coaching a client on this about people pleasing and most of the time we people please because we don't like to cause friction. It is easier to not cause an uproar and go with the flow. But sometimes it's at your own detriment. So people pleasing can self-sabotage because it doesn't feel good on the inside if you're trying to create balance. Balance is knowing not putting everything in its place because it's not going to always be 50-50 balance when I look at it because some people make it sound all fluffy. Um, so balance, what I mean by balance is not shifting my tables too far to the left and shifting it too far to the right. Just kind of staying in between my guardrails. You know, you will swerve, but just trying to stay as neutral as I can without overdriving myself or underdriving myself to not hit my goal. And part of that, if you know you are a business person, you know about KPIs, which are key performance indicators. And so at some point, you got to come to the point, you got to know your KPIs. And I've now focused most of my success at this point. That's why I said I'm already in quarter four, but I grinded through my KPIs throughout the first three quarters. And now I'm in quarter four evaluating some things just to finish up nice and strong. But I did not knowing my KPIs, which in essence could be for you just knowing your goals and not just knowing your goals, breaking down the steps to hit those goals and breaking them down over time that are manageable bites so you don't beat yourself up, which then goes back to giving yourself grace, which also goes back, there's no rule book to parenting because when you have one of my clients who's a single mom and you know she's trying to be an entrepreneur, she has a nine to five and she's a single mom. And so she's trying to, to, to still be present for her child and still show up and do all those things but it's the survival mode she like me and I'm trying to come out of that how can I find more peace well you know that's my flame work bloom so we do that number seven your kids are watching and they mimic what you do that goes back to what I said about the fruit and so when you start looking at your children it's starting to understand I was watching something this is getting ready for you, somebody it's a little off topic but I feel like I'm inserted here and I was I was talking to somebody else about it too but you know i'm talking to you boo in your ear and it was i was watching something on td jakes and he was talking about purpose versus petty i think that was the name of it if i remember it like if i can find it i'll put it in the show notes but when people are petty normally we want to know what happened really the question you should ask yourself is why they're doing what they're doing so back to parenting a lot of times when you see behaviors you have to wonder, you'd be like, why, uh, what are you doing? What did, but you want to know, why are you doing it? Why? Like most of the time with kids symptoms like that is because there is something underlying. And so I've learned that in people too, not just kids. Just, you know, I got coworkers that I've noticed. I got family members i noticed. I had fake friends that I noticed. Like it was like so many different things that I noticed. I, I started to go back and I did a whole assessment on the petty. And I was like, why was they so petty on certain things? But then I had to understand why they were. And then I started looking at their fruit. And then I started looking at where they came from. And then I started learning who. Maybe that's why. Because when you start learning the why, it helps you when you're in adversity. Because a lot of times when you are in adversity, you get woe is me, victimhood. Remember, we talk about caterpillars to butterflies. And so when you create balance and you understand that when you understand the why, why are you in this situation? Because sometimes you got on own your role. It could be partially your fault too. But when you understand why, it gives you more outlook or more insight Onto what's happening and why it's happening and where it's coming from. And also can help you to learn too, like I told you, the enemy always comes to kill, steal, destroy, and distract. And so one thing I was coaching a different client on was, he was coming for her, talking about the enemy was coming for her the hardest in something that she was really trying to birth. And it was something in her business. And I said, "Mm, but your business is pertaining to that. And because your business is pertaining to that, The enemy is trying to come in that area to try to make you self-sabotage, to try to make you not keep moving in that direction. So one thing I've learned in my own life, and this is going to be for somebody too, when you're being hit the hardest, it's normally an indicator to you that there is something he does not want you to do that God wants you to do. So you have to rest, recoup, figure out why, and keep going. I say that because that's for somebody. One more time for the person in the back. Whatever's really coming up against you right now, baby girl, it's coming up against you because you're supposed to keep going. And the enemy's not ha- happy. And one thing I can also tell you is when you start breaking generational curses, people won't be mad. They're going to be mad. It's not for the for the weak-hearted. It's not for the for the for the faint-minded. You have to be able to persevere. Not at your detriment, but you have to be able to persevere and be okay. And I've had a whole episode. I don't know which one it was. Was it quality over quantity? But one of them I was talking about belonging. And belonging is a feeling that I thought it was a feeling. But after being coached, I realized it's a thought. And the reason why I say that is, you know, we say we feel like we don't belong. You know, and I gave my son a, a Bible story related to that. And I spoke about that on one episode. I can't remember which one, but I spoke about it and I was talking about the story of Joseph and his brothers and why they was mad at him, you know what I mean? Because he was going to become royalty and they was going to have to bow down to him. And he had a dream and he told them about the dream and they got pissed. So they threw him into slavery and then, you know, people threw him into the pit and then Potiphar's wife threw him in jail. And you know, I talk about going from the pit to the palace. I know this is all going off topic, but, you know, when God puts it on my spirit to speak to somebody, this is just something in particular that I feel you need to know. It's, it's the feeling of, oh, I don't belong. But really, the fact is you belong everywhere you go. Look at Joseph. Everywhere he went, he belonged. He was supposed to be there at that time, but he was up against adversity, and he stayed consistent in the situation, even when it was rocky, even when he didn't know why he saw what was happening, but he just said, God has a purpose. So I'm going to keep going. So that goes back to your kids are watching and mimicking you. So my child watches some of the things that I do. Some of the things I do as far as working out, healthy food choices, um, things that he mimics based upon what he sees in me. I might say, don't do this or don't do that. But sometimes I look at him and he do things because I do it. And he may do things because his dad do it. So at the end of the day, if you are a parent and you're listening, don't ever think you could teach more to your kid about what you show them because they watch you versus thinking what you say to them. So be the example, but also know who's the role model, because at this time you are your child's role model or the streets. So you got to be careful. Number eight, keep a clean heart. That's a hard one right there. Somebody had asked me last year, probably around this time, you know, Neen, how's your heart space? And I, I had to think about it. Because the goal is to keep your heart space open. And people say, "How well, how do you keep your heart space open? Boundaries. And also healing up old wounds. Most of the time, that's triggers and boundaries. Those are two different things, but they mean a lot. Knowing your triggers, people push your triggers. When you get to Calmness is Mastery, that's James Allen. You know, I love that quote. When you get to a point that you can have peace on the inside. And you notice that people are trying to push your triggers. Because, see, if they could push your triggers, then they know how to make you react. And I had an incident recently, and this person tried to make me react, but I think they got upset with me because I didn't react to what they thought I normally would, because normally your old me be like, you tried it, so now i got to run tell you about yourself, but I didn't. I laughed. Actually, I started singing a song, which is one of my favorite songs, that's why this is called Intentional Queen Journey, I started singing Intentional, because once again, back to I was listening to something with T.D. Jakes, the enemy tests you hardest where they think you're the weakest. And so, you came for me. It's okay. I'm going to sing this song. I understood why. I understood why. I want balance. I want peace. And so, then I said, hmm, this look like a setup. No, thank you. I'm going to sing. And I'm going to praise God. And I'm going to thank him. Because I'm showing him that I'm listening to what he has on my life. So, that's a message for somebody. Pay attention. Pay attention. Be wise. Be vigilant. What they say. I think they say be be as sweet or calm as a dove but also be alert like a snake i don't know the exact thing but it's something like that you got to be something with a serpent meaning like you got to watch how they move but you also need to be gentle as a dove you know what i mean so you don't got to be aggressive but you need to be also be alert, be sharp, be witty, because there's things you can learn from snakes. I did a whole episode about snakes called Silence is a Superpower. That was an awesome one. Also tell a lot of my story in that one. Number nine, this is not that. So I was at a mastermind and we were chopping it up. And y'all know I do something different in my day job when I'm not out here. Mine's coaching the streets. (laughs) And we were having a discussion. And I started speaking about, you know, doing what I do in my day-to-day, putting people to sleep and doing anesthesia. A lot of what I do is such a fine line of error. The margin of error is very slim. You jack up on this, they die. You die. If I do this you die like if you look up nurses on TV right now there was a few nurses who um, I think there was one nurse she gave a wrong drug and she and then a patient died or something like that and she went to jail like it's just so many things now like we do got some weird ones out there that's doing like blatant stuff like they giving people insulin it uh, you know damn well they don't deserve that dose like they trying to kill people out here I'm not talking about those type of nurses I'm talking about nurses who are vigilant But the stress level that you must have to always constantly be vigilant when you're up against um, foolery and attacks and adversity, the ability to be able to keep a a spirit, to show up, be your best self is a lot. The margin's so slim. And this goes back to the perfectionism. When you're able to say it doesn't have to be perfect because this is not that, right? So when I show up here, I don't gotta be perfect. I come up here on a mic before I say like oh my lighting gotta be right my mic gotta be right like I try my best to give you the best experience but it's most of the time you know the truth when I go back and look at my downloads most of the ones that I didn't struggle to do like I was just sitting down in my car and recording or I was just doing something basic those got so much plays. but the ones I took all the time had the, the lighting right had the thing right you know they do okay but What I learned is people don't look for perfection. They look for progress. So this is not that. So giving yourself the ability, whatever you are trying to accomplish, baby girl, it does not have to be perfect for you to start. This podcast didn't start out perfect when it started. And it only takes one to tell one to tell one. I've gotten speaking opportunities just from this. I had people reach out to me just from this. Baby steps lead to giant leaps. That's where I'm going with this is not that. So just give yourself the permission to go ahead and start and not think that you gotta have it all figured out at the beginning. It's just looking at your KPIs, looking at your goals and pivot as you go. That's why my first year was pivot and I was pivoting towards peace. And then, like I said, I wanted to evolve into something better. And then now we're into balance and I'm trying to create more structure and not going too far off the rails and making sure I'm I'm building the dream life that's on my terms. And then number 10, I wanted to let go of survival mode as an ambitious single mom as you heard me say in the streets like it's just so hardcore not to hear that um ambitious moms can have balance like they feel like you need to be overwhelmed stressed to the core looking a hot mess struggling in the streets and i just really believe that that narrative can be broken and I talk more about that in my upcoming book. And I give people the blueprint on how to overcome that and just talking about my life. And I'm just getting so excited to talk about it because it even took me a while to just be comfortable talking about it. I've had so many people sabotage me in life that, you know, I always talk about my goals when I get to the end. But shouting out my book coach, she was like, listen, this is not that. You need to be out here talking about the things you're doing, celebrating your wins, but just talking about the things you're doing because you're going to help somebody. Your tests will become testimonies. So as I wrap up, I'm going to just go over my 10 lessons, and hopefully you find this impactful. We hit three years in the podcast. This is 81, our 81st episode. We're over (laughs) 10,000 downloads. Y'all been up here giving me the business. Thank you. Um, Number one, time is invaluable. Number two, be present in the moment. Number three, there's no rule book to parenting. Number four, give yourself grace. Number five, rest is necessary and it does not mean that you're lazy. Number six, people pleasing is self-sabotage. Disrespecting yourself out here in these streets. Put some respect on your name, girl. Put some respect on it. Number seven, your kids are mimicking and watching you. So be your own role model. Remember, they're your fruit. Number eight, keep your heart space open and clean. What I say, boundaries and triggers, let's clean it up. Number nine, this is not that. Recognizing that certain things you may do in one setting may not work well, right? When you out there uh, incorporate this is going to help somebody too. We have to function as you got to be on, on the ball. You got to seem more masculine, but you don't always got to be that way at home. This is not that. Number 10, let go of survival mode. I want you to go from survival mode to a life of ease, which means I want you to have more balance. As y'all know, I kicked off my new group coaching program, and I'm so excited about that, which is called the Never Lose Your Never Lose Yourself Again Academy is a 12-week group coaching program for single moms that God put it on my spirit. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And then number two, I got two spots left for my one-on-one coaching, 12 weeks with me and the powerhouse what i tell you all about the powerhouse people out here getting these powerhouse sessions thank you boo thank you boo you want to go ahead and get it right now for black friday it's going to continue to be at 275 normally like i said it's normally higher than that normally it runs 495 for um one session you get two sessions with me right so that's over a 50 percent discount you get the recordings of the powerhouse sessions we get a game plan whatever is bothering you like i said i've Uh, structured people on entrepreneurship. We've talked about, I had another client who was in nursing who wanted to go over things like whatever's really like bothering you. Let's just get you into a powerhouse session and give you a game plan. Okay. So that is that. And then I'm also giving away as a bonus, the unleashing confidence uh, playbook, which is my top self-beliefs to help you move toward coming out of your comfort zones with more confidence and more boldness so you can show up for yourself in these streets shouting out my new subscribers shouting out my oldies but goodies thank you for hanging down with me and i don't know i think that's it y'all level up your intentional queen to a better you and i'll see you in two weeks bye